This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. the program seems like my microphone wasn't on i noticed that uh, yeah. and i wasn't sure that was just a, uh, an artistic choice or it was <laughs> i it was i was taking requests somebody said please turn off your mic oh okay and so <laughs> well well please keep it on if you don't mind all right sure uh, <clears throat> that'll that'll benefit us in the future okay uh it's, i guess uh, everything's fixed now that donald trump is president yep things are fine and we needn't worry about anything anymore ever again so uh good night Drive safely, everybody. <laughs> yeah, or I don't know why you necessarily be going. You're probably at home watching. So. That's true. Um, yeah, he uh, stocks he, have rallied to a new high again. Stu, because everything's so great. It is bizarre in that. Uh, I guess like there's two parts of this. One, uh, Trump's speech they're saying had a positive impact on the markets um, because he didn't seem insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I'm not even saying this from our perspective, but I'm saying it from like. The typical big business guy, right? Like they're seeing him as, oh, well, maybe he's not going to, you know, uh, say crazy things and tweet crazy things. He mm-hmm. hasn't been tweeting a lot lately for whatever reason. Um, and it's, it always benefits him when he does that, right? I mean, he gets a good burst of uh, positive energy um, for whatever reason because he's not being distracted or derailed. His message, he can stay on message a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it went up, up over 200 points. I think it finished up about 300, right? Up to 20, over 21,000. Um, and uh, they're also saying because it looks wow. like he will be able to get through some of these 
um, per, uh, regulations that will help the economy. And you know, it's funny because everyone says that oh, tax cuts are bad for for the economy, um, and um, you know, uh, less regulation that's bad. Well, it's, it's odd. The businesses all seem to disagree with that. Uh, whenever you say, hey, we might lower regulation, they say, wow, well, let's invest in more uh, factories and more. Um, you know, more jobs and, and, and more innovation and more expansion. They all seem to like it quite a bit. So uh, they were talking about how, well, you know, if you have these environmental regulations, you're not going to, uh, like, for example, coal. They were talking about the coal industry. Like, well, the coal industry is not going to lose any jobs. And they're like, well, wait a minute. Of course they're going to lose jobs. Well, no, they're just going to have, instead of having jobs which are producing coal, they're going to have compliance jobs. Okay. Does that seem like a good trade-off? One <laughs> um, of them produces energy. The other one is just t- p- complying with the government, which actually doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. There's no new products that are built because of those jobs. Mm-hmm. Yes, the same amount of people might be employed, although that's not even true. No but way. In theory, no the, way. In, in that, in, let's just take it out of coal, for example, in any industry. You might hire new compliance people because, you, you know, and there was a whole industry that, it, that cropped up after Obamacare was passed. Obamacare compliance. And there are companies advertising, hey, look, you got this new uh, Obamacare thing. Well, we know you can't handle it because there's so much, you know, thousands of pages. So come to us and pay us and we'll help you comply. That's not a business. I mean, it is a business in that it generated a lot of income, but that doesn't produce anything for society. It's just a, it's basically, you could say, you know, it's, you know, picking up a a rock and then putting it back down on the ground and picking it up and putting it down on the ground. It doesn't achieve anything. It's just complying to some new rule that is uh, hanging over the heads of businesses, and that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, but that's where we are. Okay. Was your mic off again there? No, it's, it? on. Okay, all right. it's on. No, it's, uh, I mean, I, it's the, the, the whole Obama administration was ridiculous, and the effort to shut down coal and then trying to replace those jobs with compliance and... Uh, if, from that standpoint, this is great. This Trump administration should be a really nice relief from that kind of thing. You know, we, we won't have the regulatory jobs. He won't be going after coal like that. At least I don't think so. I mean, you know, um, I don't know if he'll reinvigorate the industry, but I don't think he'll try to shut it down like Obama. He said he was going to bankrupt the coal industry, which yeah. he in large part did. He did a lot of damage to it. I mean, a lot of it also was the fact that uh, natural gas it has just been better. I mean, it's been better. It's outperformed it. It's become mm-hmm. so much it's cleaner. cheaper um, that, you know, now people are using it a lot more often. And there's a lot, a lot of natural gas. I, you know, I, again, I, I don't, I don't think it's renewable. I mean, I think it is renewable. I, I think that, uh, I think that oil and gas are renewable. That's just my personal You've point. made this point before. I'm making it again. You're making it again. <laughs> But I mean, whether it's renewable or not, we have Some so sort much of it that earth we know goo of. that's formed. We have earth so, goo and gas. But we have so much of it that we know about. Yeah. Um, that and, we are. You, you know, know, as we've said before, and we chronicled this a little bit, they, they first predicted that we were on the brink of peak oil in like 1920, 1922, somewhere in there. We're about to peak oil. What are we going to do? And look what's happened since. Oh, yeah. Le- I mean, just. Look, we're, we're finding more reserves than the United States. We used to think we were way behind Saudi Arabia in oil and gas reserves. We're way ahead of them, way ahead. In, I, I think it's almost to the point where now in known discovered reserves, we're almost ahead of them. 
And, and that doesn't even, I mean, that's, you know, when you add the innovations of fracking, that's become much, much more efficient. And, yeah. and, and, and one of the good things, if you care about this stuff, is the lower oil prices uh, drove a lot of innovation. Uh, because they were like, holy crap, we need to figure out how to get more out of these wells. And they, it drove a lot of innovation, and, and they've been able to be much more, much more efficient, um, as, much more efficient than they previously believed they could. Uh, add on to that uh, natural gas. Add on to that things like um, uh, coal-to-oil technology that, in a pinch, we could still use if we needed to. Um, I mean, we have incredible reserves of energy. We really do. And, you know, it's just a matter of yeah. whether we're going to get in the, in the way of these uh, people trying to give it to us. Yep. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, the media is upset at uh, Donald Trump for lying to them to get positive press before the uh, speech in, in Congress. A senior administration source admitted that the White House was simply misleading reporters when it was leaked that President Trump was considering calling for a compromise on Im immigration in his speech. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. Uh, multiple sources reported the leak, uh, resulting in a flurry of commentary and opinion on the expected turn that never came during the speech, that there was no compromise. It makes you wonder, John King said, so we're not supposed to believe uh, what the senior most official at lunch at the lunch says, who then they allowed to be in, in the to be the president's name. We're not supposed to believe what they say. Uh, and apparently... The Trump campaign, they don't, or the Trump people don't care. It's interesting because I did hear his reach across the aisle there. I mean, he did say something that we have not been able to achieve in, uh, you know, uh, an agreement that we have not been able to achieve. And he was talking to Democrats about working across the line. We oh, have that's not been right. Able I forgot about that part. For, yeah. For yeah, over a decade or decades. He did do it. I thought he did do it. He didn't do it as overtly as kind of was initially thought. But I think, too, one of the other issues is that Trump kind of just says stuff. And, and, like, it's not that yeah, they, it's, you know, you say yes, it's fake does. news. Well, they reported that meeting accurately, I, I, I would believe. But, you know, a lot of times Trump just, just does other things. You know, I mean, I think maybe at that moment he thought that was a good idea, and then by the speech it wasn't. <laughs> I, it's not, that's not CNN's fault. It's entirely possible. It's just kind of the way our government works right now. And I don't mean that, like, he changed his mind. I just mean that I think Trump looks at his conversations a lot more flippantly than any other president in history. And I don't, you know, that's just his style. You know, he doesn't, he's not measured. So mm -hmm. I don't even mean it as a criticism. I just think that he'll be like, you know, I think we can work across the aisle, you know, and we can work with those guys and come up with a big plan that kind of will solve all these things. Well, that's comprehensive immigration reform to anybody who's covered politics over the past 20 years. It doesn't mean it's comprehensive immigration reform to Trump necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, it might just mean that at that moment, he's like, yeah, of course I'm going to work with people. You know, I, I, it's just, he, the mm -hmm. things he says... You know, if you take them and, and, and go crazy about each one of them, you're always going to look like you're making mistakes. Um, now, there are other mistakes that can be made, uh, such as this uh, guy, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, his last name is Dan Grillo. Did you hear this story? <laughs> Oops. Yeah, uh, tweeted uh, as uh, uh, the really nice moment in the speech was happening with the... Uh, with um, the, uh, the widow, kill, the widow, yeah, that's right, the widow of the uh, slain Navy SEAL. Um, I said, "Sorry, Owens's wife, you're not helping yourself or your husband's memory by standing there and clapping like an idiot. Trump just used you." Uh, well, uh, oh, that, that led to a uh, deleting of his account, uh, and now um, people were tweeting again to uh, the Chicago-based Liberty Advisor Group where he worked because he used to work in the Obama administration. Now he's uh, at the uh, Liberty Advisor Group. Well. 
he was until people until he yeah. did that. And now he's been fired. Has he really? Yeah, I'm kind of wow. anti ever firing someone over a tweet, I, but uh, that was a. I mean, if you're going to be insensitive in that moment, it's tough. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, if you're a business, you know, it's hard to withstand that sort of stuff. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, I still would say, yeah, never fires. If you hire, if you hire somebody and you think they're good enough to work for you, the tweet shouldn't be the reason why you fire them. Now, maybe that gives you some other indication, or you had some other hesitations about the person anyway. Maybe I don't know, but. Yeah, I mean their line, their line of uh, you know uh, the obvious company line uh, tweet was inconsistent with their values of respecting members of the military. Yeah, and I, I agree mean, okay, with that I value, too, obviously. But, okay. You know, I don't know. It's just every, I'm with you. Everyone is constantly firing. You know, everyone wants to get fired or fire someone else over what they tweet. You know, you know the easiest solution to this is the Pat Gray solution. Uh, Pat Gray will never get fired over something he tweets because he will never tweet. <laughs> That's the Pat Gray guarantee. Yeah, it's I will never be fired for something I say on Twitter. That, that's a fact. That is a fact. Now, I'm not going to say anything on Twitter. Same thing happened with the person uh, who screwed up the awards at the Oscars. Right? Yeah. He's, he's tweeting, but he hasn't been right fired yet, though. Right? Not yet. But, uh, but again, nothing good comes from tweeting. Yeah, By I mean, the way, he, you can follow me at World of Stew. Uh, at Jeff EMRA. Uh, the, uh, yeah, he hasn't been fired. They, although they did say, I think, that he will never uh, be around the Oscars ever again. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I, I will say, if it's true that he asked his superiors, to, can I no? tweet from backstage? That's and they a firing said no, offense. And he screwed up after that, he should be fired. Absolutely. That, that's, not a, that's not being fired for the tweet. That's being fired because they told you not to do it. And then not only did you do it, but then you screwed up because of it. Yeah. Uh, oops. So anyway, um, so he's too busy tweeting to pay attention to what he was supposed to be doing. That's what right. it appe- that's what it seems like. That's that was what the reporting was. I don't know how accurate that was. I mean, a lot of reports came out about that incident. Right. But I mean, if mm. that's true, we, you know, that one is. It's not about the tweeting per se. It's about the a screwing up the most important thing you will do. Yeah. Uh, and b uh, not listening um, to your superiors if they told you no and you did it anyway. I mean, that's what happens to. Uh, you know, football players all the time, they're tweeting from the sidelines or something, they get in trouble for that. I mean, um, although Antonio Brown, who did a Facebook Live inside the locker room, got in trouble for it right after that, then signed the biggest contract for a wide receiver in the, in the NFL. Uh, so, and he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. So. Talent kind of trumps tweeting sometimes. It does, and uh, this guy obviously did not show talent. Well, and so, they're uh, signing deals with them, right? I mean, the NFL signing deals with, uh, you know, with, with Facebook, Snapchat. You know, they want people to be Snapchatting on the sidelines. They're signing deals with all of that. So, <laughs> I mean, it's tough to say. It's, I mean, you get in trouble for doing mm-hmm. it because you're not supposed to be doing it in the locker room. Yeah. But that's... That's it. Just slap your hand and move on. It's a total, uh, totally off topic here, but I noticed the NFL's social media presence today, um, and they made a they had a very strange post. I thought, um, which was a new article entitled "The Ten Best Combines of the Past Decade." Oh, I saw that. I didn't. <laughs> that would just be all of them, right? Like. Uh, the 10 best would be the 10 uh, from the decade. I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they might have been talking about individual performances, but the way they or they have different. Me I mean, uh, do they not have different? There's only one combine a year, and there's only 10 years in a decade. There's been 10 decades, 10, okay. 10, 10 combines in the past decade. So the 10 best would be one. all of them. I thought they had more than one actual combine. It's also fascinating that the combine has be- become so big that we're doing that sure best of combine yes, things. That's pretty impressive. Now, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> wow. Um, something we talked about to kind of clean up from a previous show, Pat. You had talked mm. about the United States having the largest defense budget 
in the world bigger than everyone else combined. Yeah, we and, were kind of wondering if that was if it was true that it's combined or not. Yeah, and so uh, I just happened. I think it was on Reddit or something. Somebody posted the graphic which shows what you were talking about, and here it is. Uh, yes, I mean you see by a, br- a pretty large margin, uh, 146 million a billion for China, 82 for Saudi Arabia, 66 for Russia are the, are the next three. So we're at 598. If you add up. All the other, like, what what would you call these? The P1 countries of the world, the, yeah. uh, the, yeah. the largest, the industrialized nations of the world, we're, we're bigger than all of those combined. I'll do a quick. But I think if you add up everybody. Yeah, we looked at that list. If you add up, like, 70 different nations, I don't know if we survived We, we are that, not. But, uh, no, we, we just looked at that, didn't we? We don't. We don't yeah, we're it, not more than we that. We didn't actually do the math on it, but it looked no, like it wasn't it quite the close, case. Yeah. But I'm this just, is amazing. This is amazing. How far? How far are you? Forty-eight. Yeah, what do you? It's going to be close. Forty-seven. It's going to be close. Uh, it's going to be with these countries only. Yeah. Slightly wrong. Oh, uh, is 37 it? Thirty-seven. Okay, so even even though 34. even when you use only the largest industrialized nations, it's not quite right. Yeah, I just did a quick off the top. I mean, I may but have almost. missed one, but uh, all those combined, I came out with six forty-seven. Okay, that's uh, and it's really six, close. Five ninety-eight. Um, really so close. basically, we're as big, and, and and that doesn't include Trump's increase in in funding oh, yeah. that he wants. So we we're going to be uh, pretty close, pretty close. It was yeah. over six hundred billion was his request. So uh, pretty close. Uh, you know, I don't again that doesn't bother me. Um, no, these me, numbers, me either. Especially when you talk about a freaking a crappy stimulus plan costs more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting the entire military out of it. I mean, it actually, seems like a bargain under when you think about it that way. Uh, so I, I, that part of the government does not bother me. It's really the main role. Of the and you, you know, look at some of these some of these nations. We're doing all the work for South Korea. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're protecting them. We're doing all the work for Japan. I yeah. mean, of course they don't have to spend that much. We do most of the work. Iraq, Iraq. Uh, that, yes, that, same that would thing. Be one you put in that category. Same so. thing. So. Yeah. Uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patent stews coming up in a sec. But did you know that the air in your home could be really, really polluted? And I know uh, you don't want that. You don't, you don't want it to be polluted. More polluted than the outside. Uh, that's why you need to get one of these. Yeah, Alexa Pure Breeze is the name of it. It's uh, great. It, you know, you talk about indoor air pollutants that help uh, cause allergies. They cause uh, asthma. Some they link to cardiovascular conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is in the middle of a battle battle with allergies that we tur- we you know pop the thing out of the closet, the Alexa Pure Breeze, uh, turned it on, and she seems to be winning the battle now. Um, really? Now, yeah, I mean it's she, already helping, huh? Yeah, I mean Good. I don't know, right? I I think so. I mean if uh, I know. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm, not, I'm no doctor. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I can tell you that for sure that the Alexa Pure Breeze is the best uh, ele- uh, air filtration system you're going to get. It's four-stage fil- filtration process. There's all sorts of uh, uh, filters in there. But also, it gives you a really indi- cool indicator. And, like, this light at the top, you see the little squiggly line there, Pat? Mm-hmm. That little squiggly line there. Um, if your air is great, it's blue. Uh, if it's not so great, it's red. And when I turned the thing on, it was red. Um, and it gets, as it filters the air, it gets red and then it gets purple and it turns towards blue. And then you can kind of tell that it's working and see, you know, because you, you don't even know, uh, you know, the, the sort of stuff you're breathing in. Um, and the Alexa Pure Breeze is the best one on the market. So now you can skimp and, and get something lesser. It's just not going to clean up your, the air or it might clean up the air in just one little space of the room. Mm-hmm. This really does a great job cleaning up your house. It's, it's an awesome Design. They they spent a long time getting it just right because they 
Uh, they want these things to really work and to really be exceptional, and this is. So, for $199.95, you can get the Alexa Pure Breeze today and start to breathe easy again. 888-895-7746 is the number to call. 888-895-7746. Or go online at getalexapure.com. Getalexapure.com. Great. You know what's great about America is only the best and brightest run for public office. That's true. Only the best and the brightest. I mean, they bring things up that you can't even consider. You can't even fathom that peons like us don't even think about ever. And it tends to put things in perspective, Pat. Really uh, does. A lot of times we talk about meaningless topics. And then you have a, a series of people mm-hmm. who kind of set you straight and say, wait a minute, you're focusing on the wrong things. None of this matters. You might as well just shoot yourself. Um, that's kind of how I feel today after listening <coughs> to the really important commentary of several uh, politicians and commentators. Including Brianna Wu, who is a prominent social justice warrior. She's a transgender issues activist and Democratic candidate for Congress. And she has brought something on um, to the scene that needs to be discussed so that we can shut this down before it destroys the planet. There's a frightening amount of power uh, that happens in this uh, tourist industry because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Elon Musk is messing with things he doesn't even understand right now. The moon, she says, uh, companies could, if, if they get to the moon, they could drop rocks from the moon onto the earth. Because it, it is above us, and she sees that. Is there any part of you that <laughs> thought that she might look any different? Like, that is exactly how I pictured her, never having seen her before. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so valuable... <laughs> Valuable uh, military yeah. use for the moon because rocks dropped from the moon onto us have the power of hundreds of nuclear bombs. Hello. Right? One rock has the power, when it's dropped from the moon, <laughs> of hundreds of nuclear bombs. Many people have brought up the documentary Starship Troopers uh, when talking about this topic. I did not see it. I know, Jeffy, since it was something that was made, I assume you have. Um, it's been a long time. I, I yeah, actually, that's an old reference. Yeah. What's the reference from Starship Troopers? I guess, do they, they drop rocks from the moon onto the Earth? I don't think Com- so. There was a comets situation they were saying. I don't know. I, I've heard this from several people on Twitter as well, though. That the, and they yeah, all say yeah. the documentary Starship Yeah, they all do. That's... <laughs> Really? <laughs> I love how everyone picks that one up. Okay. Um, so, uh, small space rocks can indeed do nuclear weapons-scale damage if hitting the Earth at orbital speeds. But launching one from the moon, even setting aside issues of aiming, would still require escaping the satellite's gravitational field, a task that requires the power and thrust contained in a huge rocket. One uh, internet... Um, uh, oh, God. One... Yeah. I was going to give you one tweet was, no, I'm not going to finish reading the story. When they get to the one t- <laughs> person said on Twitter part of the story, so that's what ridiculous. I tweet now. Um, so there you go. I mean, are you, is it, it's inconceivable to me that people can be that stupid. It really, I mean, like the moon f- has no gravitational force whatsoever. 
None? You said, you said it was inconceivable to it's you in, that people in, could be that stupid? Well, people outside of, let's say, yeah, thank you. that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he's not running for office, thank heaven. Um, but to think that if you <laughs> dropped a rock, it would fly toward the United States or the, uh, to the Earth? I mean, that's really crazy. What if you threw it really hard? Yeah, it still wouldn't. Okay. It still wouldn't. Um, yeah, now that would be a problem. It seems like there would be a lot of issues with that. Aiming being one. Um, uh, the mm-hmm. atmosphere mm-hmm. Uh, being one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the propulsion. Physics being another. Physics being another. The Earth another. atmosphere uh, being a yet another. One. A big one. A stumbling I, block. A really big one. So. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's pretty interesting. But, uh, you know, this is a part of a long storied tradition of Democratic politicians. Uh, being experts at their uh, in, in their various fields, uh, Brianna Wu mm-hmm. looks like she's an expert on moon, rock, nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go back to Hank Johnson. This certainly brings you to Hank Johnson. Um, let's start. This is uh, we'll give you a few of the best from Hank. Here is uh, Hank Johnson talking about helium for all. Fifteen more seconds. I yield the gentleman fifteen seconds. I'm sorry. Mr. Chairman, I will, uh, I think I've mixed up my speeches. We've got to ensure access to helium for all. What do you do when the wolf is crying out, or actually barking out, there being no helium for comedians to get that high-pitched voice? Do you move back from the door? And, uh, and then kneel down and pray and hope that everything is okay. Ferguson could happen in any place in America, whether or not it be in Ruby Ridge, uh, Utah, or wherever Ruby Ridge was. <laughs> <laughs> or wherever Ruby Ridge was. Ruby like, Ridge I don't know. Was. Idaho, a totally different state, but don't even worry about that. Don't worry about that. He's just a U.S. congressman. You don't want him to know those kinds of things. You wouldn't expect him to. Uh, you can't know everything, right? But he knows this much. The M word is a terrible word. Oh, yeah. Not the N word. No, the M. The M word. M word. Mm-hmm. Here's what happens when you put in a cage fight a giant in with a midget? The use of the <laughs> midget, uh, excuse me, the use of the M word. What? Is no longer... Socially acceptable. Well, the midget will not win the fight. I'm going to tell you that. Now, the the M word refers different outfits uh, to mm-hmm. a group the of people, oh the little people. If you put 30 midgets in with that giant, <laughs> then the midgets have a chance. It really refers to uh, uh, a medical condition. Now, they have weight classes in cage fighting dwarfism is uh is the name of that medical condition you'll just have equal weights you'll have equally weighted combatants that's a funny one because obviously he he was talking about midgets for whatever reason midgets in a in a ring with a giant and then he got i bet you all hell broke loose in the little person community, and he heard about the midget thing. You don't say the, you don't say midget. 
And so then, in a separate speech, he's talking about the M-word and dwarfism, <laughs> dwarfism and trying to get it right and trying to backtrack and walk all of his comments back. So bizarre. What a moron. He's a must-listen to. Whenever oh, he, he speaks, really is. He's, I mean, he's got to be the dumbest person in Congress. Seriously. He's got to be. All his apologists say, no, he's just got a really dry sense of humor. Deadpan. really being he's funny. Deadpan. No, no, no he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, and this is the most famous <laughs> of all, at least uh, from our show standpoint. Hank Johnson. Location, it's uh, mm-hmm. seven miles uh, between mm-hmm. one shore and the other. Is that correct? Uh, I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think talking about Guam, Guam is a small island. When you're downstairs in the bathroom and mm-hmm. something's leaking from the upstairs bathroom mm-hmm. and then someone tells you that it's raining, it just doesn't make sense. My fear is that uh, <laughs> the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. <laughs> uh, we don't anticipate that. One of the greatest responses no to one of the dumbest kidding. things of all time. Just respectful. Uh, uh, he's so respectful mm-hmm. of the guy. He didn't mock him. Uh, uh, we, we don't anticipate that happening with Guam tipping over and uh, and capsizing. He makes a statistical argument. He's like, actually, there's 145,000 people there. We're only adding 8,000. So he actually tries to, like, (laughs) even if you think an island could capsize, it won't in this scenario, just so you. He actually tries to help him along on it. This was when we were talking about sending 10,000 Marines for a base, I think, in Guam. Yeah. uh, To add, add to our base in Guam. I think we already have one. Uh, but Johnson was worried about the island tipping over and capsizing. And then everybody would drown, you know, underneath the island because it would have flipped over on him. I mean, if that were true, yeah, obviously bad. Jeffy would be broadcasting live from Guam every day. Well, yes. And we would hope that it would happen. Tip over. Him and, there by himself. Uh, capsize. Um, Why? <laughs> that's a good, that's a great que- a great question and, and, and a great piece and of... I, uh, I wish we had time to answer it, but we don't. We don't. I'm sorry. Uh, so we do have a uh, we have time to answer your question about how the hell am I spending my money to support liberal causes? Why would I do such a thing? And the course is you're not you're you don't mean to at least uh, you but you are because you're giving money to you know your phone company and mm-hmm. your phone company your cell phone company is using that money to undermine your beliefs, spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office and other liberal causes. Fortunately, there's a different way to go, and that's Patriot Mobile. They've, they've got nationwide talk and text. They have the high-speed 4G LTE data. They have lower prices than what you're paying now, and then they donate up to 5% of your bill to a really conservative organization that you like, for instance, the NRA or FreedomWorks. Mm-hmm. Patriot Mobile will even buy out your current contract with credits up to $500. As somebody who's wow. switched phone companies multiple times, I can tell you $500 is way more than they usually give you. And they'll uh, let you keep your phone number. They'll let you get the great nationwide coverage, all while supporting conservative values for once. Isn't that nice? Yeah, and Patriot Mobile will waive your $35 activation fee if you use the promo code Pat and Stu. Just writing that into the promo code saves you 35 bucks. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Pat and Stu. Or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Mm. Well, uh, so Donald Trump, as you know, is the best, uh, greatest. 
biggest, <coughs> most wonderful. At almost everything. At it, pretty much is, everything. Is my understanding. Oh, well, not everything. He's, uh, I can only almost? think about, I don't know, maybe 24 things. Really? Yeah, 24, 24 uh, He's the best at 24 things. Uh, and the reason I know that my source on that is uh, Donald Trump. Watch. Nobody can do it like me. Nobody. Mm. Nobody can do it like me. Honestly. Nobody's stronger than me. Nobody has better toys than I do. There's nobody bigger or better at the military than I am. Nobody loves the Bible the more than I do. <laughs> nobody builds walls better than me. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than me. Nobody's no. fighting for the veterans like I'm fighting for the veterans. No. There's nobody God. that's done so much for equality as I have. There's nobody more pro-Israel than I am. There's nobody more conservative than me. There's nobody oh that respects women more than I do. <laughs> nobody would be tougher on ISIS. Oh than Donald Trump. Nobody's ever had crowds like Trump has had. There's nobody that understands the horror <laughs> of nuclear horror? better than me. And nobody even understands <laughs> it for me. It's called devaluation. The sale of the uranium uh. that nobody knows what it means. I know what it means. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Nobody knows the game better than I do. Nobody's in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B, I know the H-2B, nobody knows it better than me. Nobody knows politicians better than I do. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do. Nobody knows more about debt than I do. Nobody knows the system better than me. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow, that is, that is astounding. Fantastic. Oh, That's great. I mean, it's obviously just a part of his speech. You know, when he says, I, when he wants to convince people he understands a topic, he just says he knows it better than everyone else. Like, that's his way of that's his deal, to you. Right? He yeah. thinks yeah. he's But he's here's good the thing. It. it worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah, uh, it certainly people did. People believed it. People mm-hmm. believed nobody knows nuclear better than he. Pete, nobody knows, uh, nobody's a more conservative <laughs> than H1, he is. H, H1B1, oh. H1B2, nobody knows it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. H, the H, H, I, the H thing. HR puff and stuff. I, I know all that stuff. I know it all. Nobody you know, knows all it, it better than me. Nobody knows better than me. Now, that worked for Donald Trump. <laughs> worked. Uh, and people believe that. Do, do, do you think this works for Claire McCaskill? This is another approach to take. Now, with the whole Jeff Sessions thing happening, mm-hmm. if you missed the story, Jeff Sessions said in his testimony that he had never talked to uh, uh, Russian, the Russians during the campaign. Um, and, you know, what I think he meant was about the campaign. Um, but he had talked to him the, as in his role as a senator. He had talked to the Russian ambassador. So that's kind of turned into a big thing. Claire McCaskill tried to take advantage of that with this tweet. She wrote, uh, I've been on the Armed Service Committee for 10 years. No call or meeting with Russian ambassador ever. Ambassador ca- ambassadors call members of the Foreign Relations Committee. Um, so really strong stance there. Um, and, uh, you know, the only way you could really disprove that is if, you know, perhaps she tweeted something like this in the past. <laughs> Off to meeting with Russian ambassador. <laughs> How do these people How, seriously. do this stuff? I know. I know. It's incredible. It's uh, incredible. How is it? Po- it's inconceivable. It, it is keep, inconceivable. We keep using that word. I don't think we... It means what, it we, means think what it means. we think it means. <laughs> yeah. But it's the only word there is. It's inconceivable that they would do this. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Um, and then look at this next one. She does wow. it again. Uh, this is uh, Claire McCaskill once again. Call, today, calls with British, Russian, and German ambassadors about the Iran deal. 
and that was from August 2015. Hashtag doing my homework. I mean, <laughs> <Okay>. pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. Now, it's you can really read amazing. that in a way that says, I've never had a call with them about my work on this particular Yeah, committee. but that's the exact same thing. The exact same thing she could be doing for sessions and yeah. isn't. Yeah. Um, so she deserves every little bit, I guess, of, of this that she, uh, that she gets. Uh, pretty pathetic. Um, let's also do uh, mm. this uh, word of importance from the one, the only Alex Jones. Uh, this is a guy who obviously... He's finally blown the lid off what is really going on uh, in, this, in this dimension. Right. Well, which dimension are uh, we in? This one. We're in the third? I think we're in the third dimension. Okay. Well, see if you can follow this uh, and, and then tell us what dimension we're in. We're on this planet, and Einstein's physics show... Oh, wait, hold on. Stop Lenz's for one second. <laughs> I meant to mention this to you. Stop for one second. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about this that you do not get from radio when we played it on radio is he is in studio with another person yeah. as he's explaining this, and they only cut to him once or twice, and both times he looks completely baffled. He looks completely he sure baffled as to what the hell is happening in front of him. I have no idea who he is. He may be completely in the Alex Jones camp. I think he is. I think we've seen him before. In the way the they cut, though, is really funny on this. So I give you that as the lead up. Here's Alex Jones. We're on this planet, and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it, all of us, at least 12 dimensions. And now that's why all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying it's a false hologram. It is artificial the computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected and gravity's bleeding in to this universe Thank that's you. what they call it <laughs> so we're like a thought or a dream that's a wisp in some computer program like, some god's what? mind whatever they're proving it all it's all coming out it's they're all proving out now it's all coming out there's like this sub transmission zone below the third dimension sub transmission below the, the third dimension things, what it resonates to and it's trying to get up into the third dimension that's just a basic level consciousness to launch into the next levels. And our species is already way up at the fifth, sixth dimension, consciously, oh. our best people. Okay. But there's this big war trying to, like, basically destroy humanity because humanity has free will, and there's a decision mm. to which level we want to go to. I mean, that's pretty interesting what? stuff. Here's... here's is that... Look at this look. <laughs> <laughs> God, what so is he preaching there? Is that transcendentalism? What in the know. hell is that? I have no idea. I don't idea. even... What? And it's all coming out now. They're proving all this stuff. Everything I said is all being proven. It's all out. What's so great about that? It's all out? Where? Who's proving right. this? It's all out. It, they they have proven it. They? They've proven What's it. What's been proven? How have they proved it? None of this stuff ever gets brought up. They've got computers that have mapped it all. I'm. It, that's a pretty big story that I miss. Yeah. Well, that, you know what? You don't. You don't you know? follow Alex. You no, don't follow Info. I need to get on Prison Planet more often. And Info. Apparently so. Yeah. Um, here is a little bit more of this because you need more. Wow. And I believe you get another cut to the guy who oh, looks good. mesmerized. We have free will, so evil's allowed to come and contend, and not just good. And the elites themselves believe they're racing using human technology to try to take our best minds and build some type of breakaway civilization mm -hmm. where they're going to merge with machines, transcend, and break away <laughs> from the failed species that is man, which is kind of like a false transmission because they're thinking what they are is ugly and bad, projecting it onto themselves instead of believing, no, it's a human test about building us up 
And so Google hmm. was set up 18, 19 years ago. This was, I knew about this before it was declassified. I'm just saying I have good sources. That they <laughs> wanted to build a giant artificial system. And Google okay. believes that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer sure. based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity with billions of people wired into it with the internet. Of and so all of our thoughts go into it. How in the hell could you listen to that show? It's complete nonsense. Wow, that is wow. just... I mean, seriously, how could you get through an hour of that show? That is astounding stuff. I mean, it is hilarious, and I do love it for that. Uh, but what a bizarre world this it's guy It's fun to make fun of, but to listen to as a real thing? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know I, I don't how you do it. I can't hear you. It's just super, though. It's a super show. I, and why does he slur his asses? Okay, that I, might be the biggest uh, mystery of all. Well, it's probably something from another dimension, I would say. Ah. You, your battery it's, off? Or? It's the gravity flow from another dimension that's leaking. It's leaking into this dimension, and it's, it's, it's causing these pressure points. They've, they've mapped all this. It's all proven. They're, they're finding this out now. It's all out there. And it's, it's, it's leaking into this dimension. That's what's happening right now. So uh, yes, that's what's exactly happening. what's happening. And it's brilliant. Well, I mean, I will say it's right genius. now. It's above uh, us. The, the, something from at least the eighth dimension has uh, popped into whatever dimension we're in and turned Jeffy's mic off, which is, we wow. thank you, eighth dimension, for that. Thank you. Uh, his, his mic It's that constant there. battle of good versus evil, and good won there. Right there. Right there! Right there. By the All way, right. uh, we need to get it fixed, because next is the Jeffy segment. Oh, yeah. Which is so. vitally important, um, and surely will have, be filled with... Something almost as coherent as what you just heard. Is your microphone still on or off? Jeffy, speak. Speak, boy, speak. I don't. Oh, there, ah, it is. there, there it is. is. There we go. Okay, he That's turned nice. it. He, it was actually him the whole time. Uh, no, oh, it was not. No, sure. Uh, you can pretend that it was, but it wasn't. You Triple H727, back. It's our number. Uh, come on up here to check. We got more. Come up more with the globalists. We'll talk about globalists in the future. You know I've seen your hernia. <laughs> <laughs> Some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Hi, welcome to the Pat and Stu Show. Uh, I got an email with a picture attached to it today from someone uh, walking in uh, New York, Union Square, uh, mm-hmm. on his way home from work. And he was happy to run into uh, Uma and Anthony strolling together oh really back to uh, bring that photo up of uma and anthony just strolling along in new york city in union square um he said they they uh, uh, i can't oh, wow. imagine their life huh. uh weird I, I know really weird and he said she dumped uh, him uh, i thought i thought so too now they you know obviously they could be you know they have a child they're together. not exactly holding hands either no they are not and uh he said wiener was not happy was not happy at all with him snapping the picture of him. <laughs> well, Wiener, because um, he's got the real legal troubles. Yeah, they do not there. look happy there at all. That's a good point. They might be just mm-hmm. coming from court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> That's very funny. That's an exclusive? Is that a Patent Stew exclusive? I, that is a Patent Stew exclusive. Nice. Yes, it is. They're back together. Let's, let's build a nice story around it. They're back together. <laughs> she's pregnant. He's pregnant. Uh, it's all mm-hmm. coming together for us. And now she's tweeting out, Pictures of her genitalia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all happening. Just to get she back might out. get some actually some Instagram hits of <laughs> <laughs> Uma on Instagram preggers. That'd be 
There you go. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be some great shots. Uh, all right. What else you got, Jeffy? <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Snapchat. You know, I noticed on uh, some of the Twitter stuff, so Snapchat going public today. Going oh. public big time today. Uh, Capital is $33 billion. Opening price, wow. $24. $33 billion? $33 billion. So it puts them the size of Marriott and Target right now. That's more than Facebook opened with when, when they went public. Really? Yeah, that was 18 or 19 billion. Mm. Isn't it? Pretty wow. sure. Facebook went public 38 a share, so no. Well, well, well deal, yeah, si deal size, that's not, that's 16 billion. Yeah. See? <laughs> Don't doubt me. Don't do it. I didn't. I just what year was, was that? 2012. And you did not doubt him. You just told him he was wrong. That yeah. Was, that's no, I didn't say he was wrong. Mm -hmm. He said no. Uh, no, you, this you is thirty-eight dollars no. a share. Yeah, which would not no, have any factor. That's not right. It could be a thirty-eight dollar company if they were a thirty-eight dollars <laughs> share. It doesn't matter that's how what many it shares. Is. You know what? Is. That's what it was. Okay, that's exactly what it was. All right, what else? Um, that's incredible. I mean, quickly on Snapchat. That, that was uh, first of all, it's, it's a company built on the backs Facebook. of child porn, we, as we've jo joked yes. many times. Yes, <laughs> it was one of those things where, at the beginning, and I'm not, it's not that now at all. Not even. But close. at the beginning, not I mean, that was it was that. a lot of people trading sex pictures that would delete themselves. Now mm -hmm. every big company on earth is on it. And, you know, it is incredible. I mean, it's basically its own they, network. How did they remake themselves? I mean, that's I don't know. astounding. How did they do that? Because everybody knew at the beginning, you don't go on Snapchat because it's just a disgusting porn site. And now yeah. it's like my wife is on Snapchat with my kids all the time. Incredible. Snapchatting stuff. <laughs> and I, it's, the, it's the least understandable of all the social media. Lasts for six seconds, it's gone. Why? What, what good was well, that? Well, that was how it would start. Good was yeah, that. That's how it, it started. So there's two explanations for that. One, sex pics. Yes. <laughs> two, um, a lot of people, particularly uh, younger people, didn't have a lot of storage on their phones, so they weren't. They didn't have to constantly go through and delete their they pictures. They just wanted to say, "Hey, we're here." Just a quick thing, you know, blah blah blah. Quick, you know, mm -hmm. now it's turned into kind of a form of media because you can you have to communicate the uh, stories quickly. You have to communicate them visually. Um, you can do all sorts of filters and all yeah. all that the stuff. The filters now. are what's so huge now. The story Snapchat stories. Uh, if you if you're not on Snapchat. Um, uh, they expire after 24 hours, so you can watch them. You can mm. so it's a little bit different now. It's not like just six seconds. It's, I mean, it really is now just turning into a normal social network, mm. um, and it is obviously at 33 billion dollars, pretty darn normal. And double the opening Boy, of no Facebook. Kidding. That's incredible. That part of it is wow. I mean, it's not wow. nearly as big now um, as Facebook. Right. But no. Still, but it's amazing. Congratulations to Ben Carson. Yep, uh, he's confirmed in. as HUD secretary. Yay! And, yay! and in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, some people are upset. Uh, some female people are upset because uh, there's a billboard uh, along the side of the road that says, Real men provide, real women appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Yes, there's some women that are not happy about <laughs> that. Talking about being earning? So or, they, like, yes. And they are trying. That's <laughs> awesome. So they are trying. They got to go fund me to. Uh, to move it. It's up for a month now. But a Paula Atwood, who identifies herself on Facebook as the mother of heat beasts at Spoonflower, uh, decided to uh, start a GoFundMe page. And uh, she's already got like three grand. So it takes about 10 grand for, a month. Oh, to buy a Yeah, to get billboard. a billboard up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, somebody had, <laughs> that's, somebody had some fun with that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs>